Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash Valuetown. This is our town. Welcome. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 217 of Value Town. I'm Chan Man V, and we've got our friend Raven here back from overseas and everything else you've been doing. How you been, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I've been busy. Glad to be home for a week or so. Yeah. Uh, so, but I've been I've been pretty much living in Taiwan, Taiwan for the past yeah. four weeks, uh, doing getting GM side, of course, and casting that. It's been a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm, I'm heading back next week uh, to, to <laughs> yeah. do the rest of the week uh, to do the rest of the season but glad to be home you know for a little bit just to yeah in your own house you know, you, you know the drill right yeah so how, how is it living out in taiwan because I, i've definitely heard great things about taiwan i've heard you know um i mean I've, mostly i've heard great things so like you know what's, what's it like living eating all that good stuff out there yeah i mean it's it's weird because I spend a lot of time just in my apartment that I've got over there. That <laughs> right, right. have got for me over there because right. they've got I've got a high ended PC. The internet's fine. So um, and a lot of my work within the week is revolved around just catching up on vods of all the other regions <laughs> yep, and stuff because yep. there's so much Hearthstone to watch, obviously. But yeah, I, I like the food. I'm lucky enough to like almost every food that I've ever tried. Nice. So that's kind of nice. I'm very adaptable in terms of food. Um, it's definitely different, which is fun. I'm trying to pick up bits of language by yeah. sucking it. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely different. It's too hot for me, though. Way too hot. Oh, is it? Oh, wow. Well, I guess it's like um, yeah. it's really humid and really hot. But two things I don't really like. Right. So I'm, more, I'm used uh, to that in Florida. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So <laughs> that, that's a downside. But everywhere's air conditioning, the apartments and stuff. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. definitely cool working on GM though. And APAC is always. Uh, or at least for me, has always been a very interesting region because it's been the region outside of China that we've historically really not really known enough about the players or had a lot of information or one-on-one time with the players. So it's yeah. been it's definitely been fun on that side. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird not seeing you at Vegas. You know, that was that was. You know, it's, yeah. it's obviously uh, having a big event without you guys is obviously a little strange. But we're going to be talking about Vegas, of course. Uh, we'd be talking about uh, Wing Five of Dollar Run, uh, the heist, the adventure mode, since we uh, covered four because the Wing Five came out literally the day after uh, we had the last show. So we'll, we'll touch on that meta, of course, and then Q and A at the end. Save your questions for the end. We've got uh, one one email one, and we're, we're going to talk a little bit about. Um, team fight tactics and uh dota underlords too so no we're not going to spend much time on you know in this hearthstone podcast show, talking about that. but i figured you know we talk about that just because that's obviously yeah. a big topic and a lot of a lot of hearthstone streamers are playing that as well i mean well it it's a it, i mean okay i'll yeah, cover we'll it save it we'll save it for um okay so uh gonna kick things off yeah i guess our weekend hearthstone yeah i guess you kind of covered it for me i i pretty much just been um I've been I've been actually playing a little bit of ladder. Like I I hadn't played ladder in a while actually, so mm. it was it was good trying to catch up with some of the the meta decks and and uh, playing you know some some of the rogue. Like I I we're gonna gonna definitely talk a little bit about like the hook tusk the hook tusk rogue, which is right, a new right, one right. that's out there now, which is pretty cool. But um but you know control warriors back 
you know, aggro is just generally back. So control warrior obviously comes back when that happens. Um, but you know, we'll we'll talk about that more. Uh, so, but let's uh, let's just jump right into Vegas. You know, like we um, uh, had the the big GM event. Obviously, you've been covering GM over in APAC. Yep. Um, but you know, this is the big you know the, the big event that's in the U.S. or the, in in mm-hmm. NA, yeah, the Americas. So uh, they had the tournament there. Lots of people were there. Lots of uh, you know mixture of GM and non-GM, and it's a pretty cool storyline. You know, seeing like the GMs, you know how they're how they're going to perform versus the non-GMs because, you know, in the very beginning when GM was picked, there's a, definitely a lot of people who, you know, had questions about who was picked for GM versus not. Yeah, so, turns out on average, they're all right. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we had definitely a great tournament. Congrats to spoilers guys. Give you like five seconds. Congrats to dog <laughs> for winning the whole thing. Yeah. I don't think they could have asked for a better person to win this tournament just quite frankly in terms of uh exposure and, and just interest uh i think the viewership got up to like 60 or seventy thousand. i think when i was watching uh, it. yeah yeah i think I, as in i'm gonna just throw a number out yeah. here but on average when i glanced at it throughout the whole tournament yeah. 40k 50k yeah. was just a number you know it was yeah. just a you've got to say so first off uh drops obviously help with that they were like if you watch for a certain amount of hours yeah. you got packs yeah uh, but so so what? Like people are saying, oh, <laughs> it only gets viewers because of this. Yeah, but it's like well, we're probably still watching it. You know, like, like what do you expect us to do? Not try? I mean, it's like yeah. it's the sorry, we'll take those word. three packs yeah. back. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, people, people have been blowing my mind recently yeah, with yeah. weird uh, thoughts. But I will say that uh, overall, I think location. You start to see that location is quite important for a tournament yes. like this. Yeah. Like yeah. it being in Vegas. Obviously, I wasn't there, but. Everyone I saw there seemed to have a great time. They were hyped that it was in you know, a hotel in Vegas. Yeah, well, they, they went and enjoyed what yeah. Vegas is, right? Yeah. And whether you like that or not, there was a certain hype level of it's this big, high-stakes, high-money tournament happening in a Vegas yeah. hotel. Like, that's pretty cool. Whether you like Vegas or not, that's just pretty cool uh, one way or the other. But, yeah, it was a pretty pretty nuts tournament. There was a slight issue with Battlefy, and by slight, I mean... So, happen, go, but... go into that a little bit because I, I, I was like on, out on the beach with my, my family this weekend. Okay. So I, I didn't actually catch the battle fight issues uh, when right. I was watching it. So what, what happened there actually? So w- without going into anything super in depth, because I don't know about technicalities of how the site works or whatever. But basically what happened was before um, the way submission works for decks, you could submit almost like a week early if you wanted to, mm. but you could keep resubmitting lists. Oh. And the way they did it was, oh, wow. so, so this is correct. This is just the rules, right? Okay, okay. I could submit the day before submission deadline, but then the morning of submission deadline, as long as it was before the deadline. Yeah, you could change it. Yeah, yeah. And sure. your latest list is used, right? right. That's right. Makes fine. sense, sure. The issue was, before submission ended, uh, it got leaked or you could access it oh. through the API yeah. or whatever, the, it, uh, yeah. the classes of everyone who had submitted so far. And what everyone had locked That's in. Brutal. So people changed lists. So for an, for example, as far as I'm aware, um, Dog was playing Warrior. Yeah, and then I mean, he because he he's played Warrior all season long. So it, right. it was and, completely and, different that he changed. Mage. And then yeah. he changed changed to Mage, right? Uh, the one thing I'll say is, uh, this sounded like a Battlefire issue. They sort of had a weird thing where they tweeted that oh, it wasn't really impacted. It's like, but it just was because people wow. changed lists like yeah what do you mean 
can't say it wasn't impacted the tournament because it just was. It happened. Um, so that definitely sucks. People were very, very upset. Uh, understandably so. But I think overall, it wasn't a gigantic impact. It sucked that it happened. It should never happen. But it wasn't like the whole tournament's ruined now. You know, I, I right. think... So you don't think it invalidated it at all? Like people, or people don't well, feel well, that way? At least. Well, you still... So you still had to play versus a field of up to 300 people. Yeah, you still had to beat them. You still had to win. You yeah. still had to go nuts in the Swiss. The extra rounds of Swiss were cool. Um, you know, Dog played well. So mm -hmm. you can't really take that away from him. But yeah, it, it was just... It was a shame that there was like that black mark on what I thought was a very cool tournament overall. Yeah. Um, I, I thought everything around the tournament and involving the tournament, except for that and a couple of other small things, were really good. And if this trend continues into Seoul and then into Bucharest, which got announced the other day, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. But the the, the European one is in Bucharest, which is a, nice. a great place. Um, then, if this is the trend outside of the obvious Battlefire issue. These tournaments are pretty cool. It felt like yeah. old school, big major Hearthstone tournaments. You know, like the old yeah. Dream Hacks when there was only like three a year, and it was like, wow, everyone is at this Dream Hack. Like everyone, yeah. everyone. That's in what that, I felt about this. Room too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You look at you look at the competitor list, and you're like, yeah. oh, like everyone's here. It's insane. It's a tournament that top pros as well as names you'll know less about, but the fact they qualified means something. Yeah. It's not just you know my mates dog's brothers turned up to just play a game of hearthstone or something <laughs> like that you know it's it's like these are all good hearthstone players they've all turned up in this place to play this big land over the course of multiple days like it felt old school and like the sort of hype for the old dream hacks it's cool yeah it's definitely good and then of course like i, I think dog finally winning one you know not finishing yeah, second at or, last just, yeah, or, or I mean, he's he's had a string of just really disappointing finishes i mean not, not disappointing meaning like He's definitely gotten seconds and things like he that. He just misses never, out. Yeah. yeah, he just never won. And, and, you know, I think there's always been that a little bit of a, a stigma or, or, like following him too because, you know, Dog's more known for stream, as being a streamer. But he's always, always been... Yeah, he's, but he's always <laughs> been legitimately, you know, a competitor in, in the Hearthstone esports space. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think that this helps solidify that. And, I mean, it makes him like... A full th I mean, he's like everything. I mean, Dog, Dog is a full-out pro player, top streamer. I mean, he's he's basically... And he's good-looking, too. Yeah, he's good-looking. You know, it's like, the, the guy's got everything, seriously. <laughs> so he's got an amazing name, too. You know, Dog. I mean, that's that's like the, yep. the, the uh, formula for, for obviously being successful in our space. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, having Dog won, I mean, obviously couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And uh, he played really, really well, too. And his... Uh, his deck, you know, his mage deck had the deranged doctor, which, you know, everybody was calling him Dr. Dog and all this stuff throughout <laughs> the entire tournament. Funny because uh, he is actually, yeah, he was training to be a doctor as well. He was so. to be a doctor too. So they had that all storyline, which was funny. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, his mage was, was definitely a little bit different. I mean, that was like the biggest card that was, was different, but it made a huge difference. I mean, a couple of those deranged doctor plays ended up saving his game, yeah. you know, in, at the end of the tournament. Um, he credits that to Frozen. I think Frozen was the one that suggested yeah. putting it in, which is his, his uh, practice partner and obviously teammate. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, really, really cool to see that. And, and again, dog winning is, I mean, that's just good for Grandmasters, anything, you know, so. Yeah. Um, and also as well, just to throw out a few of the names, uh, there were a lot of Grandmasters in the yeah. top cut and, and in like the top end of that made it to the last day yeah. uh, all the, uh, and everything. So the Grandmasters overall uh, put on a performance because they could have just sucked. 
Yeah. You know, it would have looked less good right. if, like, no grandmasters made top eight. Like, Fino did very well yep. again. I think at one point, throughout GM plus this tournament, Fino was 10-0. He went 2-0 in Swiss rounds or 3-0 in Swiss rounds. Yeah. So yeah. that with his GM, because he's, he's not lost a match in GM yet, yeah. he was, like, fucking 10 or 11-0 in, in yep. competitive matches this year in this year's circuit, which is insane. Uh, some of the, uh, the Korean players did well as well. I think Dawn was up there, too, for a long time in the tournament. Who? So yeah, it was it was uh, Dawn. Dawn, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, the GMs showed up. You know, it was, yeah. uh, it was actually pretty impressive for sure. You know, and and Tom, you know, Tom got far again, and yep. you know, playing dog. I mean, dog had to play Tom and Gallon at the end. I mean, both mm -hmm. both really really great players. So um, gosh, that that finals, man. I, I you know, the Gallon. I still a little bit what ifs for Gallon. You know, like I think he he gave a game away, like in, in game two there with the, well, uh, the ice barrier. What's interesting is you so, – so, so I don't know how, how deep they've gone in terms of how they're doing the second post-second season relegation or not for next year and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. But you look, say relegation was a thing now, right? Say right. season two, two people were out. Well, Doug won, who's already in GM. Right. Right? Yeah. Gallon got up there. Which means Gallon right it. now it's is it. one of the highest earners in the Americas region. <laughs> right, which means right. he's he would be up for qualification mm -hmm. into Grandmasters. So you start to look the kind of stakes that are involved in these tournaments mm -hmm. and how important it is because because it's split by region as well. You've got to look at well, Tom's already up there and right. did well. So who was the next Asia Pacific player who, you know, scored a right. good amount of money and so on, so on. So it starts to get hype and it's not all about just who won. It's about everyone else, where they place, how much money they got, and so on. So it's pretty. It's going to be pretty cool. We know we almost need that type of you know that type of ranking prize money ranking somewhere as yeah. well. You know, so that we could see that on this esports page. Kudos to Blizzard for you know the esport page is finally looking like an esports. It's coming page. together, right? <laughs> finally, so you know, like that's that's just one extra request here is just to maybe have a, a prize uh, ranking. Mm -hmm. That'd be nice to be able to keep up with that. Um, so. Yes. Again, here's Dog's list. I'm kind of just showing you real quick. Um, I mean, nothing that. I mean, we've seen a lot of these different things. Um, yeah. From so from the pages, but go ahead. So the big, yeah, I guess, for a verbal breakdown. Um, so a big deal for this mage list is if you imagine Cyclone Mage without the Cyclone package <laughs> and the spell. So it's more Freeze Mage, but it runs the Giants. Yeah. Uh, Rabble Bouncers and Astromancers, as well as Archmage Antonidas. So you still have great targets for Condra's Khan, except it runs Double Doomsayer, the Frost Nova, there's even a Keysmith in there as well. But also the Pocket Galaxy. Yeah, oh, that was huge. Oh, like, oh my God. That dude. card. Yeah. You make that five minor investment. I, I kind of like, I was talking about these cards the other day on stream Pocket Galaxy and Shark, Spirit of the Shark, should mm -hmm. I say? And. I really like those style of cards where it's a large mana investment, but then the payoff becomes like, whoa, yeah. okay, this is worth. <laughs> exactly. I've had games where I've just played a five mana do nothing yeah. turn as mage. And but then my following turns are spicy. And it, you know, it, it's crazy. It's, Especially it's, if you get you know card. if you get Antonitis for one. Don't right, even right. don't even get Antonitis for one very often, to be honest. Like at the end, so hmm. we didn't actually get to see uh, Pocket Galaxy at it. Zero cost, zero cost mountain giants. Yep, zero cost. Like, it, it's, it's insane. Yeah, zero we saw some of those. We, we definitely Galagos, saw some one cost Alex. Like yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, pretty the deck, wild. The deck's really cool. 
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, just the dynamic of the mage against, uh, um, you know, just like the warriors and... I mean, mostly the warriors. I think was that was the most fascinating um, di dynamic because you know one of the reasons why he said that uh, Doc said that the deranged doctor made sense is just because warriors would just beat him down. You know, like and it was just yeah. like, really it's amazing. Like how, much, how you play that matchup? Yeah, exactly. It's it's not what you would think. You know, where where the mage you know would would, would be dictating tempo with just with those big conjure plays. So um, I don't know. It, it was very watching the just the play. You know, towards the end of the the. Um, the tournament actually, you know, was was eye opening. Mm. Doc played super well at the end. You know, like playing around the double BGHs, and um, I mean, you know, you know, there there are definitely some difficult situations he navigated through, and and you know, gave himself the best chance to win. Like again, Gallon, you know, definitely left one match on the table. He should have won game two. He he like triggered Iceberry when he didn't have to, and then two bombs came up like <laughs> literally the very right. next turn, and he would have won. I yeah, that was. I will well, shout out to Hypno. I thought he did very well. He like aced oh, the Hypno, Swift, yep, yep. and then um, and then his play was very solid. Like mm -hmm. you might not, people might not have heard of him much, but go back and watch some of the matches because he was actually a very solid player. Yeah. I think as well. When you talk about oh you know the mage versus warrior matchup, yeah. mm -hmm. I think this is something that specialist has kind of sparked a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Is really getting in deep into how you play specific matchups because it's one thing I've been enjoying about GM yeah. is yes there might be only four classes played any given week right, but at least in APAC we've seen days that are like warrior mage, warrior mirror, warrior hunter, warrior rogue, and it's like wow we get to see warrior and all the the, the important matchups get played out by pros right and it's kind of cool you know instead of like say conquest it's like well what does this deck hit yeah. this time and it, it's very like watered Ooh. down whereas this is like okay you see how mage does against all these different matchups you see how the warrior does against these different right. matchups, and it yeah. feels like players are really diving into card specific card choices how they're building the second and tertiary decks are improving a lot Instead of going here's Manti Rogue deck, here's Manti Mage deck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think watching these matchups and getting really deep into how they're played and how you deck build for them is actually a bonus of specialists that not many people talk about. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I still have, you know, I'm still critical of of, of specialists for sure. But for you know, this tournament went super. Well. I mean, specialists yeah. was on display. You know, like during this this tournament, and I think like the current meta, at least the top end of the meta, isn't very uh, singular at this point you know like there's at least a few classes that are pretty good and, and we're able to see like um you know just not mirror matches all the time so right. uh, you know that that type of possibility is still there but you know just to give credit to you know specialists you know especially as a best of three type of format i mean it has been looking good with the five you know like the five card swaps for the secondary and tertiary decks right. i think that's been been you know very very big it's allowed decks to be able to to counter full counters you know like just certain classes you know just the best deck of each class there are counters to each other so i think the five cards have allowed for them to be able to significantly um you know change the matchup and and i think that's been huge you know that, that's that's what's made specialists more viable and and um like you're right i think this tournament it really allowed you to to really see the you know the specialist element. <laughs> no, the the actual. Well, appreciate yeah. it at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the really just how how much of an expert they are, right? At, at playing right. The, the specific deck and allows you to be able to do that because since you don't have to focus on so many classes, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, and about yeah. a thousand different matchups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, I, I you know, I was definitely a huge 
proponent of changing it after this event, but um, I'm, I'm almost positive they're not going to change anything after this event, given how well it went. Um, so, uh, yeah, so anyway, Specialist, you know, kind of moves on, and and I, th I think that, um, you know, I think it'll probably be, be fine, just as long as the meta keeps changing, you know, like, as long as they keep updating, buffing things, and, and you know, the new expansion is going to come out in, you know, roughly a month and a half, right? And yeah. so that's going to change up things, too. So Specialist, will, I, yeah. I think, will be probably make it to the end of the year, and, and it will be fine. Um, but, but yeah, you know, I, I know the players enjoy it right now. I mean, for sure, Specialist and this type of thing is is more fun to play, I think, than it is necessarily to watch. But um, but even watching, I, I felt like was was entertaining. You know, it, it was definitely not detrimental. You know, like um, yeah, I I think yeah. as a viewer, the biggest thing is the best of three element. Yeah, like you could watch a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. like in Vegas, there was like the main match and up to say two, three different chunks of other matches you can watch or yeah. whole matches sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it was like, wow, this is better for even me whose job it is and i enjoy watching <laughs> hours and hours of hearthstone yeah i would rather watch more matches instead of less matches in the same amount of hours right yeah um, and that was a big thing for me it's like one series used to be two two and a half hours now you can watch like two two and a half series right at times so that's pretty cool you just get to see more players get to see more matches more results and so on like Especially in a tournament where so many players, notable players, are there, you know, you you just want to see more of them and yep. and get a chance for them to get get some airtime. So uh, so yeah, definitely really cool. Um, but uh, you know, we kind of move on from there. You know, a lot of people have been already talking about Korea and and um, you know that's that's really that's the next stop, right? Korea's the next one. It is sold, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be in a few months. I think right. Yeah, uh, just uh, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, just before uh, just before August. I think. Yep, just before August. Or, or early August, but um, just a small thing as well. The esports bundle or whatever it was officially called. Yeah. Um, added to the prize oh, pool. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. It also, yep. it also meant that every single player who went, as in qualified and turned up, got five hundred dollars minimum. Which. Yeah. You know what? That's, that's pay, uh, nice. uh, some, some, well, at worst, probably pays for all, the if not most, e flights. Yeah. Like, uh, at worst, like, eh, it's not so bad, yeah. right? I mean, if you live in the U.S., it I mean, I'd be so oh, shocked. even better, I'd right? Be shocked yeah, yeah. if it doesn't. You know, if you live overseas, obviously that's a different. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, how much did it actually add? Because like, um, you know, Dog went just over hundred. It doubled it. Uh, it didn't double it yeah. for every player. Yeah. But what? So so what happened was the overall prize pool was doubled to ha uh, half a mil, right? Yeah. So it's two hundred fifty k, then two hundred fifty k from the bundle. Yeah. Um. But I don't quote me on this because I'm not hundred percent. But I believe what happened was the money from the bundle prize pool was made the spread a bit more wide okay. for the tournament earnings because Dog did not get double his first place yeah, yeah, prize right. right he did not get 200k as right. his first it was like one i mean he got like a few hundred dollars over a hundred thousand i mean it wasn't right much. yeah right but i think the extra money spread the prize pool down further the line which i'm actually a fan of i mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean it basically meant like the second half of the players got money like that's what it exactly yeah yeah and it's yeah. like you could complain at your first place but you got first place be quiet you know you got yeah. plenty of money for that so um but yeah i think yeah. that's pretty nice and as far as i'm aware they're doing the same for soul they're doing Good. the same for bucharest as well so uh that's pretty nice it just means what? overall that there's just a bit more money in the tank for 
all the plays that qualify. Wow, who knew that crowdfunding would be so effective? You know, it's mind blowing, is that no one saw <laughs> yeah, that coming? Compendiums haven't been around for you know five years, six years now. Yeah. So, making millions of dollars, it's about time we made some money from this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's great to finally see that in action. And you know, this is not going to ever change. They're going to keep doing this forever now. So, really yeah, cool. It, it worked. Yeah. Why would they totally not want to worked. do it again? <laughs> like, Absolutely. Okay, well, um, why don't we move on and talk about? Uh, well, let's talk about the dollar on the um, the w Wing Five, the the Kieran Tour Citadel. Uh, I know you haven't played too much of the expansion, but mm -hmm. uh, we covered the first four on uh, our previous episodes, and figured we kind of finish off with with um, the last wing, which is uh, the bigger wing. For those of you who didn't know, there, there's actually twelve. You have to actually defeat twelve bosses to complete. Uh, the, uh, the Citadel and a Paladin Warlock were unlocked as well. But um, yeah, so my experience, oh man, I I'll tell you one thing, Raven, when you lose in, in this wing, it feels so much worse because there's an extra four bosses to have to go through. Right. Okay. Oh, so like when you, I, I've lost, I, I, the first time I did, I lost three times on the, on, on Cadgar <laughs> because Cadgar, like <laughs> the first the time you, is fixed. I mean, they're not. What do you mean by fixed? What do you mean by that? Uh, it's the same. Oh, it's the bosses. same. Uh, I don't think they're. It's, it's not the same, same order. I don't believe. Okay. But okay, Cadigar okay. Cadigar's always at the end. Cadgar's right. Right. Cadgar's the final yeah. boss. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody in the chat, but I, I don't believe like the last few are are, are, are set. Okay. So, um, I mean, it's supposed to be all the mages, you know, kind of, you know, because you're right, in the right, right. right? The whole thing. But yeah, Cadgar, like his abilities, he never runs out of cards. I mean, I kept getting into the the situation where I'd have an empty draw, like one of my turns in the early turns would be empty. They have a mana advantage over you too, and then. Caddyar can get to the point where he can just like cast spells for like nothing too. So there's right, this so synergy, lose. you know, like that he can have that that ends up being crazy tough. So it's a little bit of a roll of the dice once you you get Cadgar, which which right. kind of sucks to be honest because I, I haven't felt like oh. a lot of the bosses have been like that. But Cadgar feels like the old school like you know, if, if it you, happens, it yeah, happens. if you get super unlucky, you're just screwed, and man, you had to fight eleven bosses to get there. So it, it, it yeah. doesn't have a great feeling at the end. It was my worry originally because um, when I found out this was coming out, I was initially quite excited because mm -hmm. uh, have you played Slay the Spire? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, so so I just foresaw Slay the Spire. I was like, yes, finally, Hearthstone's going Slay the Spire. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah. But then I played it and was like. Oh, okay. So I played. The, I only played the first few bosses, first wing or whatever. Um, so I, I admit I do not have the full uh, knowledge of, what, of what's going on in the rest of it. But the problem I've had with Pete Hearthstone PV content, at least, is the AI just doesn't get there. Yeah. Um, whenever I lose, it feels like it's because, oh, the AI just decided to draw or do this this time. Yeah. If they I'll reload it, play the same, if they just decide to not do that this time, I'll win. So there was yeah. no, I've, I've not done anything different. <laughs> I've not outplayed anything, right? It's just decided whether it drew or did this thing. Um, and that's put me off a little bit. Do you, I'll ask you a question, though, since yeah. you've played way more of this than I am. Mm -hmm. um, because this isn't linked to card releases, it's mm -hmm. just PvE content, that's that's it. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's worth it? Do you think this expansion was a, a good one oh. for that? So oh, do you think it's worth buying? Oh yeah, I mean, like, for you sure it's worth buying because you, you okay. get all the packs and you. I mean, you get your money's worth without even having the content. You know, so that, okay. that was first off. You know, the the value's always been there. Like so, 
if you were to buy packs by itself and buy the skins and you know all that stuff, you'd right. spend the same amount of money. So for sure, it's worth it because for okay. me, I just think that the content is being free. You know that that's that's how sure. I think of it. Like so. you're buying the the packs you would yeah. get anyway with that money, mm -hmm. so it works out in the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so it ends up working out. I mean, I I get what you're saying though. You know, I, I think that for the most part, it's still dungeon run with you know similar qualities that we've seen before from from uh, adventure mode. I mean, there there is the element. I mean, definitely new concepts that that they've implemented here you know with the the unlocking of hero powers the unlocking yep. of decks and you don't really feel the benefits of that until you play heroic because uh okay. you know normal is just too easy i mean normally you can just be with the basic stuff you know if you you just you know know what's coming and that sort of thing so i think heroic you know you can you can uh utilize it a bit more but you know it's not any different though you're right because you know they're not they're not going to spend much time trying to write a, a really great ai which I don't know. I mean, they could. They could spend a little bit more time and try to, you know, make something a bit, bit better. But, um, but you know, for me, what, I, I think that's what blow my mind. Yeah. If if they if they basically throughout a year cycle or maybe throughout the rest of Hearthstone's life or however often they would want to do it, mm -hmm. if they just had an ongoing like Slay the Spire esque thing yeah. that just carried on, they added bosses, they added items or hero yeah. powers or levels or cards, and you would pay to like unlock expansions to that one overall game mode. Yeah, I'm in. Like yeah. that, that would you, you, they'd get I, I me. I thought then. that that's what they were going to do with the original. Yeah, me too. Run, me too. You know? Dungeon run just be permanent, and I was like, they can just add bosses. Yeah, like, this, I know. They just add bosses, I add know. cards. Exactly. Like this would be great, and they're like, oh no, we're not doing that. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? If they just added content to one game mode. Yeah, you get people playing the game that just commit to that mode, right, and want to continue to build, like most roguelites, right? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, maybe some people buy there a bit more, or you know, do it. You just get more people playing Hearthstone. I think you could so, you could still integrate the themes of the the expansions into the the these 100%. new releases yeah, yeah. as well too. You know, so I I agree. Like they they could have like segmented it a little bit. You know how they how they release and publish. You know this this whole new expansion stuff, mm -hmm. but instead, you know they. They're still trying to keep it all as like a, a giant bundle of DLC type, I mean, just yeah. all in one thing. So, um, yeah, and very separate at the same time, though, yeah. right? Because if you look at the solo adventures on your Hearthstone client now, yeah, a long list. Yeah, <laughs> it's a super long list, and you don't you don't go back and play any old ones, you know, like so. It, oh right, once it's done, it's done, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. the, that's that's the thing. Once this expansion's done, once people have cleared this last swing. Mm -hmm. most aren't really going back whereas yeah. if the next expansion just added more content to the runs you would do and you mm -hmm. could keep building on it well you'd still be using this content and the new content and so yeah. on but so you know what's interesting this is kind of like a little bit off topic but um you know it, what so with the solo stuff like you know there's there's talk now right that overwatch 2 you know some so there, there was a whole canceled starcraft 2 uh, or Starcraft-themed shooter, just like for the yeah, hundredth right. time, like it's being canceled. But um, but but you know, th it was revealed that they're working on like an Overwatch too, and and people are 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 thinking that it's probably going to be like a, some kind of solo Overwatch, you know, as a separate game. Mm. And it kind of made me think that, you know, I wonder if you know the they they should do that with Hearthstone. You know, like I've always been a huge proponent of re-releasing Hearthstone, like as a you know version two or you know Hearthstone two or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like yeah, you know, the the solo but thing did, is is something. I mean, there's just so much breath that did you could. Did you give them right to anything? 
What, oh, no, I didn't see it. What did, what did it say? Oh, let me find it. Apologies for the key. Did he say something about it? I, I queried this because it looked fishy, but apparently it's... Oh, my God. It must be on half the pole. Apparently it's legit. So um, Really? Okay. Apparently Mike Denay... Let me just double check this for fact check. Did a stream with his daughter <laughs> okay. and they discussed Hearthstone. Oh my God, where is it? And they discussed Hearthstone thing. And one thing that apparently that was discussed um, is that uh, stream control, I guess. I'm, I'm searching around things trying to find a, uh, oh, here we go. Everything I gathered from the stream we might today, four days ago. Right, so new, this is some highlights. I'll link it you so you've got it. But, um, uh, okay. So uh, I'll read some of these bullet points that were apparently discussed on stream. So it's, it's super weird, but no one said it's incorrect. Okay. New classic cards are going to be announced in a few weeks. What? There'll be there'll wow. be more in-game shop skins for real money in the future. They're working on cosmetics and are open to ideas. Uh, something about Big Priest. We don't care about Big Priest. Um, there'll be more cards. Oh, they're planning on more cards that work like Reno, but for more classes than Mage, Warlock, Priest. So I one off like Kazakas. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Sorry about chickens. Uh, there's a plan for changing or updating some of the animations in the Golden Classic cards. Yeah. Uh, they'll see a better deck copying feature and maybe better deck sharing with your in-game friends. Great. Um so about Hyro setting sun is going to be nerfed. You know more about that than me because it's still out. <laughs> okay, sure. And 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 an upcoming set will see a card that can make your pogo hopper forty five forty five easily. Okay. So that, here, here's I mean, some stuff, and like there's good. all these upvotes. So this looks, and there is links to the stream as well that he did. So it seems legit, but the new classic cards is nuts. Right? Well, I mean, so no question that like they're doing amazing things in terms of changing and adding stuff and you know i feel like we're we're hitting that point that i remember starcraft 2 hit you know it's just like as as it was i mean this is way worse than starcraft 2 because like once once it, it was like not as nearly as popular and everything started going well you know in terms of just the team and, and everything they were doing and so we're at least hitting that mark earlier with hearthstone but um but you know for me the reason why you know why i think we need or the the you know, Blizzard needs to release Hearthstone as like a second version is purely a marketing thing. You know, it's like purely a way to reset just what is is the the, um, the typical cycle of games. You know, it's like once it's released and DLCs come out, it, it never reaches the height of, of when it's released. <laughs> the the height of gameplay and hype but and and everything is 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 after a release. And so my question is, would it be more Hearthstone 2.0 with like all cards getting, not wiped, but say all cards go to wild and there's a completely fresh and new classic and sure. standards? I mean, because it could be like I, I think releasing a new game would be a problem because everyone's just like, for example, Magic doesn't release a new game. It just releases new rotations and sets, right? Yeah. Uh, and new core sets, which I think is the big deal. Like a new it, it does. I mean, this, see, this is like the the big taboo thing, right? Because or not taboo, but this is the big thing that people won't touch, which is like we spent all this money on this game, and and the whole community is going to revolt if, if you know all this stuff just becomes you know a non-factor anymore. <laughs> I don't actually think that will happen. Like, I I think that sure people will be pissed off in the beginning, but you know what? They'll be so happy that there's a new game that they won't care. Like they'll 
you know, it's not like any of these cards are worth money anyways. You know what I mean? Like right now, we've just been spending money on DLCs. That's all we've been doing. You know, right. and, and they'll still exist as Hearthstone 1. They're not like they're dead. It's just, it's not... Yeah, that's it. Like, it's like, do they keep the Hearthstone 1 servers going? Probably. And then the, so, so my problem is, if Hearthstone 2... This is the issue with card games, right? And the evolution of card games. If Hearthstone 2 was released, would it be... What difference would it be from Hearthstone 1, apart from new cards? Well, obviously, so, of course, what comes with Hearthstone 2 is, you better have tournament mode. You know, like, there better be giant features that come sure, along with sure. it, right? But... But my, my point is that, you know, all these things like adding, you know, all these things aren't like yeah. giant things, but just the notion of continuing with a single game doesn't ever reset the downtrend of of the attention that the game goes. Like Hearthstone will never reach its height again unless it's re-released again. Like that that's my I think opinion. interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think it will that, ever I, reach it. I think, for example, I you know, this, we could talk about tournament mode for, for years, but if they implemented a tournament mode, which was a smaller scale, like you could get it done in a few hours, sort of thing, um, into the game, then that would get that that would actually blow the hype up quite a lot. Because you look at even the, the streaming numbers when Heroic Tavern Brawls alive uh for, for the which is semi semi tournament mode, a very small aspect of it. But I don't know. It's, it's, it, it's still it's still one of these things where you you still have historic experiences like people still have historical experience that were probably negative and that's why they left in the first place right. and so yeah even if something comes back they still have these 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 reoccurring negative this reoccurring negativity negativity that will come up and yeah, the best way be to do it is just to wipe it clean you know and just like come out with something new here's the thing the, this is like a card game but it's really not anymore. This is like a video. This is a digital video game at this point. You know, like Hearthstone. I think we've we've had that trouble with genres, like it, really viewing it like magic when it's not. It's 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 a video game. Mm -hmm. we, yeah, we spend more than we spend on like, you know, some of our our other video games. But you know, it's still in the end, really positioned that way. So right. you know, and that's why I don't feel like it would be as devastating as everybody thinks if, if they came out with a new one they, everybody would just be super happy to have a a brand new game that that everybody else you know in the video game industry like would be super hype about and you know hearthstone would be the shiny thing again you know and, and i think that that's the only way we get there you know like i, I don't see them changing it enough i mean look at just look at the you know dota underworld just look at tft and and all these things i mean they're they're not nearly as sophisticated as Hearthstone, right? But it's like the big thing right now, and everybody's playing. Like literally, everybody from all the the game communities are playing that game right now. And you can't right. really achieve that unless it, it's released as something new. Yeah, but anyways, I I feel like I'm the only person <laughs> that thinks that. So it's a hard sell, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely sell. hard sell because it costs a lot of money to do. You know, that's why right. I don't think they'll they'll ever do it but um but you know i'm, I'm definitely hopeful <laughs> hopefully one day um so yeah anyways wing five guys you know go go and get it um you know like uh it's still again we were just talking about it. it's definitely worth it like there, there's definitely no reason not to buy it if you're gonna you know just buy packs and or if you don't have like all the cards and everything already because it's it's uh it, you're getting great value for how much you pay for it um yeah and i guess let us know too uh, yeah, playing Paladin and Warlock, by the way, I, I didn't get a chance to play Paladin, but I played Warlock. Warlock was super fun. Um, hmm. you know, just you know, the hero power by itself is great. So, uh, but anyways, you know, overall, I, I know you weren't a huge fan of it, the whole thing, but you know, it's definitely a step 
better. You know, like they, they definitely progressed, you know, in terms of, of this expansion. Um, you know what sell it to me? Yeah, what? You could play offline. Yeah, yeah. Playing offline is definitely that would be, Yeah. That would be my playing go-to then. I would play all the single-player content in the world yeah. if I could play Hearthstone offline and just play that. I, There's that really no reason be. why it, it, it can't be offline. You know, I, like, I don't know enough about yeah, I, apps and I mean, stuff. it would make, <laughs> like, it, it would make the game but... bigger. Like, the game would have to be bigger because then you'd have to have, like... Yeah, the, the game would, have, would be a little bit bigger. Stream. Yeah. The stuff, right? Yeah, but but in terms of the the adventure mode, it, it does seem like it, it you know like nothing super consequential is is you know. And it would be fantastic, server. wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, you get on the plane off a few hours to kill. I'll just do a just yeah, do a run. Absolutely, you know, that'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally in line with what I, I think how how users you know would play yeah. or play adventure mode. Period. Um, okay, well, why don't we move on to talk about some meta? We haven't talked about meta forever like, on the show, so I, I figured we would probably just touch on it uh, a little bit today, given that, um, you know, we, we again, we haven't touched on it in a while. And so kind of looking at the meta for uh, rank 5 to legend, uh, I got Control Warrior, like I, I kind of mentioned in the beginning. You know, Control Warrior is back on top. Uh, has a lot to do with just aggro decks, just making, you know, uh, a comeback as well. Like Murloc Shaman was, like, super good. Probably the last few weeks, and um, don't you know, trust that deck list below Murloc Shaman. It's terrible. Secret Hunter, this one. It's, honestly, is it it's terrible? So okay. <laughs> it's only good because people don't understand how to play around secrets on ladder. That's literally. That's literally I'm being <laughs> serious. Yeah, I mean, you can just sit and do nothing, right? <laughs> and you're, you're yeah, just be don't let them yeah. play. And then they <laughs> exactly. are, they're playing a one-two, a two-three, and a two-four in their deck and that's it that's, that's all their minions it's crazy yeah yeah Zoltan yeah. does nothing <laughs> that's true now the mech oh. hunter is a million times better than that I, like i'm surprised even the percentages are like not even that far apart that's crazy um but yeah zoo zoo's actually doing decent you know like so anyways control warrior making a comeback mo mostly because of the rise of these other other decks right. as well uh hook so this hook toast rogue you know after the rogue got so many nerfs you know, I was really curious about this deck, and um, so I played a little bit of it. It's a pretty interesting deck. Like this is the one I played. This fifty-seven point nine percent one. Um, oh, actually, why does it? Why does it say I don't have these? It's weird. Okay, <laughs> hmm. I must must not be synced or something with with Ace's <laughs> replay right now. Um, but yeah, so have you played this deck at all, or have you seen it? Like, uh, I've definitely seen it. I've not yeah. played tons of it. If I'm honest, I've been playing some of the other classes uh, recently, but yeah. and I've been playing some of the shark rogues and stuff like that. I'm, if I'm honest, my last few weeks has been ah GM lists. Yeah, what to play this week, and I have to just jam as many GM games yeah. as I can because totally I have to learn sense. it in like a day. <laughs> so yeah, totally makes it's, sense. It's kind of insane, but yeah, I, I am aware of this list. Yeah, I mean, this card has always been good. I, I mean, I think every, I think everybody's thought the Hook Tusk was good, even just when we were, everybody was reviewing it. And it's just like Rogues has so much stuff that nobody's even considered playing <laughs> Hook Tusk. So now that they've nerfed, you know, uh, at least a, a two or three really key cards, like it's yeah. it's given some room for um, you know more more of you know hook, or at least Hook Tusk to be played and. So yeah, this card. I mean, you get three pirates and you get to and you give them all rush. I mean that that's like amazing. I mean you summon three pirates and you give them rush. So like summoning amalgams and and uh, even henchmen and burglars and I mean 
just basically all these things are pirate pirates like right here so the game is very board centric right yeah, now and yeah, rush is crazy. good <laughs> yeah board centric and if, you know if it's like controller you just got to get as much pressure on them you know as, yeah. as quickly as possible too so um yeah pretty pretty fascinating deck i'm, I'm, I'm curious if it's gonna if it's if it's resilient enough you know to to um last through you know a couple and changes but I, um, I think as well it's a, a nod to what you were saying earlier about control warrior it's if you look at this list it runs mecharoos yeah underbelly fence mm -hmm. and as well snip snap which you can just put in any deck uh, also as well the nightmare amalgams all of these cards actually fight for early game board really well yep and then you finish the game by just playing too much stuff right yeah right just, <laughs> you know they'll be like you just play eight mana and just summon like four minions or something it's insane yeah. so I, I think this is also just a nod of how ladder looks right now because rogue can can do well versus aggro but with the late lean towards everyone's playing pogo and even shark rogue sometimes you just die yeah uh, whereas this list is way more reliable against a full field as opposed to a narrow field yeah it kind of feels like like an old school hunter deck, you know, minus the spells. Obviously, Rook has some powerful spells, but like, but the, the minions themselves, you know, they're just like, yeah, exactly. Curve mode. They're pretty beefy, and they, they they tend to stay. And and then at the end of the game is where you know you have the the really big plays. You know, throw a bunch of stuff on the yeah. board. It kind of feels mages, you know, in that way, because um, you know, you can get you can get a crazy treasure that does it, or you can you know hook tusses at the very end. And, and quite simply, Vendetta's just a hell of a card. <laughs> yeah, free. Yeah. You know, like zero mana killer thing. <laughs> exactly. It seems like a solid card. Pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. So rogue's still good, guys. No, no surprise. <laughs> rogue, you're gonna have to nerf a few more things before no rogue uh, really takes a hit here. I will uh, say though, the meta's super varied right now. You can yeah, play almost anything on ladder, and it's fine. Like, yeah. and there are, there are funny points with that, right? Because at different times in Hearthstone's history, people complain about matchups that are too one-sided. Mm -hmm. And also in the past, people won't remember much of this, but there's also been complaints where there's too many matchups that are 50 50. <laughs> right. So it's like, so right now, you could play anything on ladder, and it's probably just as good as anything else, which yeah. gets a little bit weird. No, it's, it's not weird, actually. I, I and mean, then it that's almost great... like it doesn't matter what you queue on ladder, just play what yeah. you want. No, it's just who's actually a better player. Like, who, who's better at right. playing the matchup that, you know, that, that you've been given? And that's actually good. That's what we all want. We actually people complain want... about that sometimes, Chairman. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, because people take the mindset of why? if all the decks are even, it just doesn't really matter what you queue. And then there's no there's no edge you can gain by choosing X deck. Is honestly, I've heard these. I, I don't agree, but I've heard these complaints. Is that people yeah. can't gain an edge by picking a certain deck, so they get upset. Yeah, but uh, so if you simplify it to just a fifty percent deck, obviously there can be nuances of, of what those decks right, are, of right? Course. And, and they're probably complaining about that more so than they are just the winning percentage. Because I think in an ideal world, we do have multi-flavored decks that require different types of play that end up being, you know, on the grand scheme of all the levels, fifty percent, you know, based on you know just how how well you play, how how well you navigate it, right? So. Right. Um, as long as every single deck has the ability, you know, to win, I think that's when when the piloting is the, you know, the, the key, and that's that's when Hearthstone becomes very exciting, you know, like to talk about yeah. and skillful and everything. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I'd hate to, I'd hate for people to complain that's fifty percent, and like we get, you know, like you're, what do you want polarization? No, I don't want polarization either. It's like no, honestly, that's, that's just literally what it feels like sometimes. Yeah, like, I will say yeah. it's, it's cool that you can just play whatever. 
Yeah. All right. Right now. Because I think like, you can. Honestly, you queue whatever you want and you're fine. Yeah. And that's just. Well, I mean, like, you can be, like, so I've been playing Control Shaman some too. And Control Shaman does, you know, better than 49% for me. That's for sure. You know, so there is mastery in the, the some of these decks too. You, that, that, you know, it's a deck I really liked. I didn't yeah. think I would when I saw it. What? Mech Paladin. Really? Like Mech Paladin. Dude, I yeah, like that good. deck, and I don't. I can't even tell you why. It, it's like because it's a deck I don't think I would like if I got shown it, but I played it. I'm like, oh, this deck's good because I started to learn how to play it. I mean, a it's... lot of people try and curve, and no, that is the correct way no. to play that deck. Like, you draw a lot of cards, yeah. then you buff them and make them cheap, then you make one stupidly right. large thing, or sometimes a few large things, depending on the matchup, and just kill them. And I think, like, when I see people try and play this deck, like, almost on curve, it's like, no, stop. You're making yeah. a lot of small things when you can make a lot of yeah. big things later. Galvanizer, it's I mean, so you, 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 should be redu you should be reducing, like, six cards with Galvanizer. You know, like, it should be right, ridiculous. Yeah. You don't play this on curve to reduce your next play. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, absolutely. Uh, in, in a lot of matchups before someone's like, well, in this one, you do this. It's like, well, yeah, you, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like this is a deck I just didn't think I'd like. And then I started playing it. I was like, wow, punching people for like 28 is fun. Well, yeah, I mean, but when you have sticky minions, like, you know, and you've got yeah, magnetic minions, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a problem. That's how satisfying the animation and sounds are in the game. Yeah, that's like, true. It's the one with a very large minion. Yeah. So I either play this deck or play Rogue. Oh, you play Rogue? Like, okay. It's funny that Murloc Shaman's finally hit it. You know, like Salissa was on like last show, and I mean, she mm. she's got she's done really really well with um the the Murloc Shaman. It's like I'm actually happy. I'm I'm actually really happy that there is a, a deck like this just to you know just good old aggro deck. Yeah, you you need this to balance things. So I, I I'm actually happy that this finally is is good good. After it's one of the reasons uh, a lot of people. So people complain about Boom, right? And I've been for a long time. That's nothing new. Mm -hmm. But one of the issues is that if they removed... Oh, not removed. Although some people want it to be. If they removed our heavily nerfed Boom, then Warrior gets significantly worse, which means aggro would just run rampant. There's only Warrior uh, really keeping aggro in no, check. No, I mean, I think war Warrior's still good against aggro, even without Boom, though. It's just, it, it just sucks. But, but the problem is, the it, matchups. it would also get wrecked by all the other matchups right, if it right. didn't Boom, which means that the deck overall sees less play, right? Because it's less well-rounded. Um, yeah, I, I think, I guess. I mean, like... Because if, if, if you played Warrior and you could only be aggro... Yeah, you'd lose a lot more. Is yeah, my point, right? Yeah, you would. Which means but... You worry less, which right. means aggro would do better because there's less warrior on that and so true. on. Uh, so I'm I'm talking very broad, of course. Yeah, but I do think warrior is one of the few classes right now that can be up on aggro. I think a yeah. lot of other classes can't consistently, and I would worry that if warrior got nerfed, I'd be like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, warrior beats very aggro. fast all of a sudden, like. Right. I mean, you're talking like 70, 80%, you know, type of win, win percentage against aggro the warrior does. So, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think it would, it would potentially get out of control, but, uh, but yeah, so the meta's looking good. You know, the meta's in, in a good spot. We still got, you know, about, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks until maybe three weeks until we start seeing announcements, you know, for, for, um, the upcoming release. So, uh, you know, they've done a great job bridging this, this time around. I mean, it, it's, I hope every expansion, like in between expansions is like this one, because this one was, uh, 
Uh, they, they did a really oh, good, yeah, really, really good job spreading out. You know, obviously the uh, the solo adventure from the the actual release, and then they had buffs, and they had, I mean, they had nerves. I mean, they cast like just... three matters in three weeks. I know. <laughs> the only thing I wish was after the rogue nerfs originally, I wish there was like one more week of that meta, and then we had buffs. Yeah, so just a little bit more, like just just, just held off happens. just a bit longer, like yeah. two weeks of the rogue nerf meta into the buff meta right. would have been great instead of one week of the rogue nerf into the buff straight so away. In terms of the buff, like what have you noticed has been the big one? I mean, obviously Galaxy was a big one. Like, have mm -hmm. you noticed any of the others like really, really hitting uh, or really affecting? Paladin. Paladin? Okay, yeah. It basically yeah. built Mech Paladin, right, yeah, and made yeah. Holy Wrath better. Yeah. Um, and also, as well, there are sideways things. Like, so, okay, so Shaman gaining the this extra health on what's his, what's his name is yeah. insane. Yeah. But also, some sideways ones of because of the amount of warrior I've been casting, the buffs to the mechs are actually significant. Or I've seen them, the sentry being six health. Oh, That's God. a whole extra two, three sometimes. Yeah. And then also the uh, Beryllium Nullifier. Just hitting that bit harder, really, and then you magnetize it. It just it just hits a bit. It's not massive, but it's just a bit more, and you see it a bit more. I, I don't even think I've seen oh. a beryllium nullifier since the. You have not watched as much Warrior yeah, as I have. I, <laughs> yeah. like... I, I guess I need to watch more Warrior then. Yeah, to watch more GM. Yeah, um, yeah, but sure. but yeah, I I think overall the uh, the one that really whiffed was everyone thought Necromechanic was going to be mind blowing and. The mech, the, the hunter package just doesn't quite support that. But, oh, right, oh, right, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Luna's Galaxy was sick. Um, even Murloc Shaman or Shaman in general. I was playing the token one and having the cheaper uh, Stormbringer was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think the buffs were solid because one thing I didn't want to see was the buffs just make those cards the nuts right, right. across the board. And all those cards just get played in every deck now because then that's a bit like, well, well, yeah, I well, I could buff cards to to make that happen, and I'm I'm right. bad, you know. Like I could make cards overpowered, right? Yeah. But I think the buffs were like, you know what? Okay, some of them were really powerful. Some of them were just made more powerful than they were. Sounds good to me. Well, I mean, I think the ones that you see are the ones that were already good, and they made more powerful. <laughs> like so, I mean, there there is something to that. I mean, they they did take a lot of weak cards and just made them better. But you know, right. like, like the pal—I mean, the, the shaman, the shaman one was already good, and then they, they made it better. The you know, I think Galaxy was on like like probably on the fence, and then obviously one ch cheaper is obviously going to make that one over the top. Same with the Paladin one; I think it was already pretty close, and then the Paladin one was good. Yeah, it was and it got made. Good. Pa the Paladin good. one got made into the nuts. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, an exceptional go. card. Like yeah. that is insane. Yeah. But yeah. anything that sees cards that weren't getting played, see play like. <laughs> I'm normally done with. Exactly. So um so yeah, anyways, great. It's definitely pretty nice to you know be laddering right now. So hopefully you guys you still got like eleven days or so. Play play some more ladder. Um okay, well why don't we move on to I think we can get into some questions we can talk about some uh TFT and do it on alerts. Before we do, I want to thank some of our patrons who are the ones that support the show, our main contributors, and um you know, wanna obviously spend some time each and every show just to say thank you to those folks. So I'm uh, just gonna name a few. We we just name a few each each show. So if you don't hear your name, you'll definitely hear your name in the upcoming shows. Big shout out to Ray Dan, Bryce L, Devin Y, Scott L, Grant A, Peter V. Greg S, Richard G, Chris C, Zach M, and Evie. 
Uh, and if you're interested in, in helping support the show, you can go to uh, uh, patreon.com slash value town. It's usually right here, <laughs> but I had to, but I still haven't made a two man like browser window. Like I, I need to really, really do that, <laughs> but uh, you can uh, contribute to our Patreon there. That, that would be, uh, we'd be very, very appreciative of that. Okay, so viewer Q&A. We got Ahmed, of course, our regular question. He, he says, what should Blizzard do to build its wild competitive community as the top 200 legend tournament isn't cutting it anymore? It isn't cutting it anymore? I, I didn't even watch. I mean, it, it, was there one recently? I didn't even know if there was one recently because I, I might have missed it. Um, I mean, what can they do? I I, I don't know. Are, are, we in, are you interested in wild <laughs> competitive right uh. now? I've dipped in now and again. The why would be okay. This is what I would want. I called this for Arena many, 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 many months, maybe even years ago at this point. And again, I think it would be cool if competitive wild in some way or wild itself, maybe, but then people get upset about cards like they always do. If it was made like Arena is now, in that wild is. So for a couple of months, this, 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 and this expansion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a different month, this, yeah. They did it with Arena, and I think it's gone down pretty well overall because, like, the Arena rotations at least yeah. keep it fresh. And I think the, my issue with Wild was I played Wild competitive uh, a couple of years ago when the first Wild major happened or the, whatever, the Wild qualifier. Right. And uh, it, it was kind of fun. But the problem I had was once I'd learned it, you know it's not going to change for a while. And also the overall archetypes at least used to roughly stay the same yeah. even after an expansion. Because that expansion happened, you just added like, oh, this one card's good. Yeah. So you put that in the list and that's it. So um, for me, I don't know if Blizzard needs to support Wild to an extent of a second competitive format. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Um, I don't think enough people care about Wild, unfortunately. And that's just the way it is because you've yeah. got to think, ton of Hearthstone players now don't even know what cards were in next Rhymus. Yeah, no. no, never mind. If, you know, that's just true, isn't it? You know, yeah. um, but I think if they did something where, okay, this season it's these expansions, boom, figure out the meta. Yeah. And then, you know, the next season, boom, yeah, figure yeah. out that. Meta. Like that would get sick. Like I would be yeah. very interested. I know a lot of players would be, but for me, outside of a few tournaments that they run, yes, it's always nice to run bigger, better, more money tournaments for all formats. But in terms of realism, I, I don't really know if they want to do more, and I don't know if they should, to be honest. Like, yeah. There isn't as many people who play wild competitively, even remotely competitively, and so many viewers now and people who play Hearthstone don't even remember the expansions from the first year. So it means even less to them. They don't even have the cards. Yeah. Like Most people disenchant their wild cards the second they rotate for more dust for standards so it's like <laughs> it, the the audience are even interested is small compared to everything else which is a shame but the way it is yeah well i i think they I, you know i think you're onto something there in terms of like they they should just use it as a sandbox you know like yeah. experiment with stuff you know like yeah have it be a limited limited type of format and or, you know card game players like yeah. working stuff out figuring yeah, different things exactly. out and that, go and let them do it <laughs> like, there's not a lot on the line too when it comes to wild and you know I, i'm not trying to disrespect the wild community by any means you know like, there's definitely a lot of a lot of people who care a lot about wild but the reality is is that it, there just isn't a large percentage of people playing wild and you know from a resource standpoint and, and just where they're going to put it they're going to obviously put it in their mo right. more popular formats so um you know i, I think that 
given that it is a viable, you know, it, it is an actual built-in, um, you know, for, uh, mode right now. Like, I think that they should, you know, try to do something, you know, that, that, that could potentially help in the future, you know, and, and I think experimenting with it, it, because it's a live format, you know, like you actually have testers. I mean, we have real people playing wild every day. You might as well start trying, you know, some new, new, new uh, formats and things like that on, on the, the, um, you know, just the full, you know, the, just the wild. And, and they've shown the it now with Arena and stuff that there's enough expansions in history of Hearthstone now yeah. that you can build sets of expansions yeah. that can yeah, and then just, you know, it's not like, well, we only have five expansions. How many bloody different, you know, yeah, styles? Can you it's like, like, no, we've got tons. Like, we, you can make yeah. all sorts. And also, you could just run three or four a year. Yeah. And like, that's more than enough. It, it's three or four more than Wild's got currently. So, yeah. you know, it, it's interesting in terms of developing and creating a mini meta within a few months. Yeah. You do one every three months. Like, I think that would make people pretty happy. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could, and that's in you, the game, <laughs> right? You could Don't even do, do some thematical, you know, thing to it too. You know, just whichever expansions you have, it's because it's some theme, right? Like these five have some type of similarities, and, and well, they did the mech ones, ones, right? With like yeah. a GVG Boomsday, oh, right, right, right. yeah, uh, so you know, so, like that. so dragons yeah. and you know whatever, right? Right. Um, so I, I think that there is is some things that they could do with. With very low cost, that I, I think they should consider doing because they do. Need, you know, Wild does need something. It, it'd be nice. I mean, if it, if it's actually something that they they care enough to to keep. You know, obviously, it's like a main. It, it's actually in the interface of the game and is, and is, is obviously a right. major format. Cards exist. Yeah, yeah, they might as well. You know, put a and little bit of effort to just like spice it up for them. Yeah. And the way I approach it as well is that I don't know again about the technical code inside of it or whatever, but in just creating a block everything's there right it's it, yeah. it, it's not it's not creating new stuff per se is it it's right. not you know doing all this it's just just create a block or create a set of rules within your game yeah like, it's, it's already there that seems like a fairly cheap and and easy straightforward way to create more content for people yeah and i don't know about it the internet so actually coding it in but i'm just saying it seems it's not like oh run this 80 million dollar wild right. circuit you know what i mean it's like well just add this in and it, it could help out a lot Right. Okay, uh, we've got, let's see, Eroglyph in chat asks, is there any stat available of how many Masters <laughs> Tour participants got married in Vegas? Uh, there is not. Funnily I... enough, though, a lot of people seem to get food poisoning. Oh. Um, I've never been to Vegas. I, I, you know, I can't comment on what? anything. Really? Uh, I think at least three to four people that I just saw on Twitter randomly got food poisoning. And I know, apparently, Ray really? C got one of those. You know, the like IV, yeah, cure, not cure things. I think it's just a lot of it is just uh, like water fluids. and, and yeah, it's just uh, fluids. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he go into those and said it made him feel way, 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 way better, even though it's fairly expensive. So, um, I don't know, uh, I don't know about marriages, maybe they happened and no one stole us yet, but I know <laughs> a lot of people got food poisoning, which is weird wow. because to me, it's with so many hotels and stuff. I've, it feels like that's a place that shouldn't get food poisoning. I've never a lot of restaurants and hotels. in Vegas. Like, I mean, in fact, I think eating is actually one of the the big things to do in Vegas. That, that's what I mean, yeah, right? So it's like, such a I, big deal. I, I would. I was actually yeah. surprised. I saw so many people getting sick. Yeah, might have, might have been. All went to this insane restaurant, you know, yeah. in Vegas or wherever. Yeah. Like, or it's the buffet, like one buffet that they all yeah. went to, just like ended up being a really something yeah. bad there. 
But um, okay, well, uh, there's not any more questions. If you have any more questions, guys, just keep asking them in the chat, and we'll uh, we'll answer them. But I figured I would um, ask you a question, which is like what your thoughts are on you know just uh, some of the new games. They're not necessarily card games, but they're you know new games that popped up you know with TVT and and Dota Underlords, um, which is uh, you know not it's not auto chess guys like if people think it's just like yeah it's not it's actually a separate game and it's actually um made by separate people too so it's it's um i i was we're treating it like a separate game in terms of like this discussion so um first off have you played all of them because i haven't played tvt all all but the knockoff ones so i played drodo okay so i played all the original yeah yeah, so I played Auto Chess in the Steam and in the Dota client when it first came out many, yeah. many months ago. And that's I Drodo played, now, right? Basically. I played the yeah, I played the Drodo mobile one. Yeah, which is slightly different. I still haven't played that um, one because I have an iPhone, so it's not on there yet. It is now. Is it? Oh, oh yeah, I've got my phone. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh shoot, I need to uh, download. So I my it was issue, only yeah. I don't know if this is the games, but I played two matches, and then my phone felt like it was on fire, <laughs> and I have an X. Yeah. So like it's not like an old iPhone, right, you know. Right. It's fairly new, and honestly, my phone was Fireball. so hot. Yeah, I was like, I can't. Well, this just is bad, and also the controls are a little bit fiddly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I played that. I played Underlords and TFT. Played TFT today on stream. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely cool seeing another new genre. The last few years yeah. we've had BRs come out, and now we're having uh, Auto Battlers. Is the the best I one hate I hate that name. Oh really? Why? I think it best describes it. Uh, automated battle i guess auto chess is bad come on i mean auto chess is bad that's why i think auto battlers is bad too but at least like Like, it describes what happens you dudes battle automatically yeah i guess i mean anyway i I, I guess it's better than match three battler or something like right so um there, there are pros and cons to all of them there are definitely things you i like and dislike i think Underlords, which is Valve's official yep. auto chess, um, is definitely built for mobile. I think it's coming out on mobile really soon, just because the way the UI is, the interface, it's very it's mobile. mobile. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a very mobile game. Although they have improved it already from feedback. Yep. So the uh, the way they're turning around uh, changes throughout the beta is very quick, which is good. Yeah. Um, the item system, best item system they're in the whole, uh, out close. of all of them. Not even close. Uh, yeah. Depending on how much you know, characters can only hold one item in this game. Which you kind of sucks, actually, but it, it's um, an interesting. It's an interesting dynamic for sure. Yeah, yeah I'll explain why I like it when we get yeah. to the league one. Okay. So um, the characters going to one item. The items can be moved between characters yeah, at easily will, too. which is the very the new easy. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, the game's very straightforward and comfortable to play, uh, but also items are consistent. When you clear a creep round, everyone gets, gets a choice. choice. Yeah. Uh, the the choices are randomized, so it's out of a tier set, and there's items, and then there's like. Global. Yeah. So you can Global. get like plus one gold every round, or your warriors um stay alive for two seconds after they receive a kill. Invisible gold. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or hunters have a chance things. to double shot when they're attacking the same target. Yeah. So it actually changes the way you build your strategies by having these global buffs that affect certain races and certain classes. So it's super cool. And most importantly for me, it's consistent. The team fight tactics, which is the League of Legends one, graphics. Cool game, super smooth. Uh, items. You like the graphics? Apps. I think the graphics are like crap. But did you turn your graphics up? Have you, have you seen someone play on high? No. Because I loaded the game; it was automatically on low. 
Okay. And it looked Ma- like turd. Yeah, maybe, so maybe I, I off, keep I watching. Like, oh, this looks better, yeah. Oh, okay, maybe I'm yeah. just watching people. And they have put comments out to the developers that they are improving the graphics as well. Okay, good. But, uh, it, it plays super smooth. There's one thing that, that annoys me to hell about the game and one thing that I love about the League One. The one that annoys me, items are back to random again. Ah, you can clear a creep wave with three enemies on it and get three items or zero. Right. And, and that just... Annoys the hell out. That's like there's a Yeah, and that also annoyed me in that game yeah. too. <laughs> um, so it annoys me. That it's random. Like me and you can play. We can both clear the same wave. Right. Get the items and I can't. Yeah. So and and there's a significant the, difference like, oh, when somebody has items. League, yeah. The Huge items difference. are nutty in the league one. You, each hero can hold three. You combine items. It's normally just two items make a more powerful one. Yeah. And items stack. So right, right. the item from League of Legends that revives your hero, you can have two of them on the same hero and it revives them twice. And then right. the Rage Blade, which stacks attack speed infinitely, can you can have two, so it stacks twice. Right, right. <laughs> it's Crazy really fun. silly. So the problem that the League one will have is that you can get such powerful items stacked on one carry. carry it's yeah. just like League of Legends. And then they're literally like, bang, dead, bang, dead, bang, and just solo your team, more or less. Yeah. And it's... it's for me, it's too much. I would rather the spread that happens in Underlords, uh, that it's more about the yeah. team working together yeah. than solo carrying League of Legends, which is reflective of the game, I guess. Um, it doesn't. So I, I, okay, so first of all, I hate that. I hate the notion of trying to match. The, this is the this is the problem with Artifact too. It's like I hate the notion of trying to match the game that it's being themed after. It's like, don't do that like you're making a completely new game don't use like like you know concepts from a different game to to affect this game you know because it it shouldn't be like that you know like i I think that the fighting is like one of the the best things you know in terms of spectating and and i think that dodo underlords too is a little bit overpowered in terms of just like the amount of damage that each attack does Auto chest, Dirdodo's auto chest is still the best, I think, in terms of just the spectating okay. fights because it takes the think, longest. To, to... I think um, for, for me, the issue with the items is that you can get some items on a character that just carries your team. Yeah. And the only difference between you getting items that powerful and me not is the game chooses. Yeah, so. yeah of course. And that's just so dumb. That's just so dumb to me. Yeah. But there is something in the League one that is awesome. So every few rounds, there's a special round where all the players are in a certain... You have your little dude that runs around. The only reason your little controllable dude is exists in that game is for money, to make money for League. Um, because it does nothing, right? Yeah, it's purely aesthetic. Um, yeah. it, it serves no purpose other than a little avatar you can make look cool, which costs money. Um, but the special rounds where a circle of randomized heroes, like pieces from the game, just spin in a circle, and each one has an item equipped with it already. And you need to run your character over to choose one. And then each player gets one, right? And they it's add a team It's a race. Team roster, yeah, yeah, it's a race to but see. The funny part is you, you little guys that you have to race to get to the middle to grab which hero you want, um, they're in pens little circles that they can't escape from and the pens get opened in reverse order of who's winning so the loser effectively oh, nice. and then the second from loser okay, gets second so it's, so it's a way so to even, even things yeah, yeah so so the winner gets last pick 
And what gets really funny is if you know what the other players are uh, trying to build, yeah. you can just take theirs. And that happened to me so many times today where they're like, because like, oh. I'm sat there first place. And I'm like, last pick, just don't, just don't take my Eve. Don't take my Eve. And they like run over, pick it. I'm like, ah, because they know I need it. So that's that's a very cool way to try and even up the game a little bit. Yeah. For if players have had a rough start, and also punish the person who's winning. <laughs> um. But each. But but then you can always pick a hero with an item you want and just sell the hero and get free item. Right. Right. Even at worst, it's okay. But it's just like a kind of cool, funny mini game and mind games of do you pick a hero you could do with, or do you pick a hero the person who's winning needs? Yeah. Just just to take it away. How many, but yeah. How many rounds does TFT usually get to? Um, oh, what did I win one in? It's hard because they don't have a natural round counter. Yeah. They go like 5.1, 5.2, right. 5.3, and then 6. So mm -hmm. I want to say the game length felt roughly the same. Like, okay. Uh, okay. in and around. It's also yeah. difficult because the unreleased day, there's so many noobs playing yeah. that have never played an auto chess game. They're just League of Legends players. Right. They just got dumpstered. Yeah. I won my first game, not even hard. I didn't even know what the heroes did. <laughs> Honestly, I was just guessing. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. The the hex thing they do, the boards are a bit bigger. It's um it's better, right? Because you can surround yeah, it better. It, yeah. Yeah, it, it it feels I don't know, the, the the combat feels better and I can't quite tell you why. Maybe because it just looks cleaner. I don't know. But um but yeah, I will say as well from my, I've not played League for a while, for a, couple, a year or so, maybe a bit longer. But if you like League, the characters act like the characters do in, in yeah. Legends. So that is, you know, they're that's, quite, they're, they're a good job okay. of representing. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's a good job point. of saying, yeah, yeah. oh, well, by, you know, um, uh, what is it? The, the yeah, bug guy, the assassin bug guy, like yeah. jumps to the back and jumps yeah. on someone and pounces and does a lot of damage. That right. makes sense. Um, there are definitely some overpowered characters, but the game's yeah, just Yeah, that's just balancing. That's, balancing, not, that's whatever. not as, as big a deal. But I, I think overall, another interesting thing is in-client versus out-of-client, because Dota Underlords is a separate game on Steam. Yeah. You don't load the Dota 2 client when you play it. The Teamfight Tactics League of Legends is in-client. So I, you load like the League of Legends client, client so much which, better. Yeah, I get why, because it'll capture more players that are already in the League of Legends client, so on, so on, so on. Yeah. But for me, people are either going to play it or they're not. And my worry is, so if the League of Legends client is down for maintenance, I just yeah. can't play the yeah, other game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, wait, what? It's, it's like, that's a little bit annoying. That would be annoying to me. I think I prefer a completely separate client of because course. I don't I... care about playing Dota 2. I care about playing... Oh, chess or you know does does tft have a bot mode like underlords does i mean that's one of the coolest actually i, I think that's a great thing and you know what i didn't even look yeah it probably does yeah like for noobs i mean that, that's great it's like super great mm. for noobs is the the bot mode so um i mean there's like even four difficulties on on dota underlord but um so and like let's try to like bring this to like Hearthstone. So, do we consider these games competitors Hearthstone, like like we did with Artifact, or is this a completely separate genre? So therefore, they're a competitor to every single genre. Hmm. I actually, honestly, for the most part, view this as almost a Fortnite esque game. 
<laughs> in that it doesn't yeah. matter what you play personally, everyone played Fortnite. You know what I mean? Like, like it, 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 people from different gaming backgrounds, mm-hmm. everyone would just play Fortnite. And same with this, of it doesn't matter what your main game is, as long as you have some relationship with strategy-based games in some level, because that's what it is, um, or even or even like board games, which is again close to what it is. Um, I think I can see this being a supplementary genre of more hardcore genres, right? Ooh. Because okay. so card, is- card, game, card game players will play this on the side, yeah, and League of Legends players will play this on the side. Uh, CS players will play this on the side. Like I feel like this is just so much of a a second game or second genre for everyone. Oh, okay, so you think it's a second genre because you know you can say that about Hearthstone for a lot of them too. Like a lot of League of Legends yeah, players yeah, play Hearthstone on the side. You know, a lot of like people when they first came out. So, um, well, honestly, it's so close to a party game, right? It's just Mario Party. Like cl- close, you put eight people together, you fight each other and try and win. That's <laughs> like, called a battle royale, Raven. Right? Isn't, isn't uh, that what a battle royale? Uh, Chamad, Chamad. I think we got the way every game is a battle royale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Multiple okay. people enter, and only one person you wins. You have to have battle royale. That's like a that's like a a, a must nowadays in game yeah. design. But but you know what I mean? It yeah, feels I more like, like you can play you with friends. You can play with friends too. And you just play, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and it, because of, I think it's a great Twitch game because a lot of the game you don't actually have to do anything yeah. so you can just send reach out while stuff's going on and it's yeah, fine turn-based. I mean, it's um, completely yeah good. yeah uh, but i think it's definitely a game where it's like oh what do you play oh cs oh i play hearthstone do you play auto chess oh yeah yeah, yeah. do you want to play you know it, i feel like it would be like a yeah. connecting game for a lot there'll definitely people who go pro or whatever because there will be leagues and tournaments but i feel like it's a very connecting type game because you can get all your friends together in a lobby you can play like I've spent many hours playing with all the Hearthstone pros of all chess, especially when it first came out. Yeah, uh, we all just sat in lobbies together and just played because it's fun. Just sit in Discord and give each other shit for right. when you're beating them. Like it's just a fun, a fun experience. And I think, although obviously people would take the game to a say, let's say pro level, or you know, it's completely its own genre. I... But I do think it's more supplementary than than anything else. I mean, there will there'll be a pro level to it, but I, I still think that. The way it's designed right now is meant to be a very, you know, sim- simplistic type of game. With, I mean, there's obviously some skill ceiling to it, but, you know, there isn't that much depth to it. So, like, this is, like, new and shiny right now, but in a year, you know, I totally am on board with, like, what you're saying, where it's, like, a second game for everybody. It's just it's like the smash game. of yeah. strategy games. Uh, I mean, smash Everyone so- plays... Well, Everyone plays is, Smash. But, is, but Smash, but Smash can legitimately be an all-out esport. You know what I mean? Where I don't think this so, can be. So can I, oh, chess I, literally I, I has know. like official leagues. In it China. does have leagues, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I just don't see it being like. Well, one thing I'll say big. as well is um, that I approve of. I think this is how it's going to happen because of just the way the the note says it in the Underlords one. Is that it says uh, seasonal rotations. Of heroes, yeah, which is a great way to do it. Yeah, you don't have an endless pool of heroes, right? You can't. You a season, a season is a month long or whatever. Yeah, and after that, a separate rotation of heroes comes in. Yeah, they'll keep it fresh. Then, so you keep relearning the strategies, relearning the game, yeah. relearning the heroes. You'll have to do that. Okay, if you do that, then okay, then maybe there's a there's a, a there's right. potentially something to it. But you, you know what I mean, though. Like the game itself is 
you know, it's pretty simple and it doesn't change. It's not very dynamic at all. You know, so once the meta is figured out, which it gets figured out very quickly, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, the, the, I'm not sure if the, a lot of people listening have played these games, but these games generally have like an early game, a middle game, and an end game. And, the, you know, the end games, there's usually only a, a few different types of strategies you can choose, like maybe five or seven or something like that. And so, like, you know, you usually just choose the one that happens to be the broken one for this meta, you know, and uh, that yeah. that typically I think, happens, you know, so. Yeah, the, the decision making and I'd say like difficulty comes into it is when everyone can't go for the same right. strategy. That's right. Because it's a shared hero pool. Yeah, so right that's that's where the skill is. The skill is so that, just that's making where the, the skill best. Is. The bank and then the I, I do generally believe is similar to card games in that you don't judge uh, uh, performance on one one game. You would play like a Swiss, or you know, uh, a group of eight players would play like four matches or something. You know, to and then work out an overall score. Yeah, uh, like they've done in the Twitch Rivals versions of Auto Chess and stuff. Um, they were doing things like that where it would be two groups of eight would play and then two, yeah. the two top fours would play, the two bottom fours would play yeah. and so on, so on to work out an overall score. Uh, so I think like over time, you would see a skill edge in terms of how you build your your teams yeah. and, and how you react to the other players and so on, especially if you can snipe heroes in in league, for example, you know, you can type, take someone's hero that they want yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in, that road, in that circle thing. Like, stuff like that additions like that to the game are pretty impressive and, and interesting but yeah okay. i think it definitely feels like a a game everyone you know will have at least tried and played okay. and again you could get a lot of friends in involved at worst okay so if it is not like basically a hearthstone competitor and it is just more a new genre that you know everybody's you know going to want to play then is blizzard going to build one I mean, why, why wouldn't Blizzard should. go? It, it has like, you know, it has just as many because, characters. Because and, they built a MOBA when MOBAs were things and look how that turned out. So, like, so what? Like th this thing would take like three months to build. Like it wouldn't even take very long. It is a very easy yeah. genre to build. It's super easy to build. A very straightforward yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, they, Blizzard definitely should. And the best part about Blizzard is they should just build it like kind of like Heroes of the Storm. Just le le leverage the power of their uh, mm -hmm. IPs, their multiple IPs. Yeah, I mean, their IP is like their most powerful thing. So yeah. they, they should Imagine totally you used to have like Thrall and Roadhog in it, yeah, uh, on, on totally. the board. Like, that's just cool. Like people would love it. Yeah, you could have like Farrah flying and you know, like you could have all these these crazy things going on. So uh, yeah, I'd Literally love to all you need to do too. to make a game like this is yeah. have recognizable characters. <laughs> Which yeah. guess what? Lizard do a very good job of making. <laughs> yeah. So it hate you know, it sucks to be the last person on on the table to do it, but you know, I think that some folks still look at this as being like a competitor to Hearthstone when in reality it's not. You know, like I don't I don't think it is either. So um yeah, that's good. That's definitely good for Hearthstone because you know, we Hearthstone still dominates the this this card segment. But um but I feel like Blizzard's just missing out, you know, on, on this shiny yeah. new segment. It's also you know? If you go back and look at um, the small life cycle of Dota Auto Chess when it first came out, mm -hmm. um, yeah, tons of Hearthstone players streamed it and didn't play much Hearthstone. Guess what? Because it's a strategy game, and Hearthstone players like strategy games, <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah. and and it's one they could play on stream. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they will try it. When I was at the Grandmasters Summit, um, uh, there were loads of the players who were playing. I might be wrong on the exact name, but Chinese poker, 
which is a bit of a very different game to what I thought it was. Um, which one is it? I mean, so so it sure was I've like um, I'm sure I've played it. So, so you had like three gaps on top, two on the bottom or something, and you, you drew cards and you had to make the best hand, but you took it in turns to lay cards down. So you put like one card down and then your opponent puts a card down and the rows create the hands and you had to make the best hands. It was anyway, but like Dog, okay. Frozen, Bunny Hopper, like yeah. they were all playing it because it was just a strategy game yeah. that they could break down and learn, and that's what they yeah. like doing. So yeah, it's like, well, yeah. well, yes, they are going to play this very streamable, in you know, strategy game, uh, but after well, a while, guess, most most of them stopped playing it. But yeah. then, you know, yeah. then the new games well, and new versions came out, and then they played it again. It's like I don't think it's something that can last forever the OHS genre, I think yeah. it needs way more innovation to keep it fresh. Right, I mean, we, we, we did see, we did see all of them like streaming on OHS for a while and, and I don't know if it's, they lost interest in that, because I don't think that's the case because, you know, like, you know, Hoffa still plays it and, and you know, Dog probably would still play a lot, but I, th I think that one thing that we can speak to with GM is I think, uh, you know, GM has like created this very, you know, mainstay reason to play Hearthstone for a lot of the, the streamers and players now. You know, like even if they, before it was just like, okay, how can I get through six hours of streaming? You know, like I can't play Hearthstone like right. every single day for six hours when I've been playing it for four years now, you know. Like, Which is fair enough. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, like, it's too much to ask. You know anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's great to see, you know, that, that you do see the Hearthstone streamers still being legit, you know, legitimate Hearthstone um, you know, content makers and, and, and pro players, yet they can, you know, they still have the capacity to do this as well and their communities mm -hmm. are fine and, and nobody feels threatened, you know, so, um, yeah. you know, this is as good as you can get, you know, I didn't think that this was going to happen, you know, when, when Artifact was coming onto the scene, so this has been crazy. I'm sure Valve has been, like, shocked at how this all ended up playing out, you know, it's, in six months and it, they're just lucky. They're just lucky. Yeah. That, that a part of me they're... wants the league one to just trash underlords even though there's a lot of things i like about underlords because <laughs> valve after artifact do not deserve <laughs> i know they're so lucky they could pivot man. I, oh god. my god like, how did they mess up so bad and got away with it i know it's, that's crazy oh, it's, that's... okay i know okay we won't talk about <laughs> non-hardstone <laughs> stuff anymore i know people i saved it to the end at least guys all right but um, that obviously a very relevant thing, and, and at least try to pull it, pull pull it into the Hearthstone discussion, whether it's a competitor or not. But okay, well that's going to be it for um, the uh, uh, Q and A, and I think that's going to wrap up the show too. But uh, always good time, Raven, uh, mm -hmm. having you on the show. We can, I mean we could just talk forever like about stuff. So <laughs> we could just talk forever, just call it a show, <laughs> and yeah. that's a nice thing. But uh, you want to do some shoutouts before we take off? Uh, yeah, just the usuals, really, where while I'm home, I stream just on uh, RavenHS. Uh, my Twitter is RavenCast, along with everything else, like Instagram, if you really fancy it. But most importantly, I am flying back to Taiwan next Wednesday, I think. So I'll be doing the rest of GM and playoffs. Uh, and remember, for those of you who don't know, the playoffs is the final week of GM, where the top three players from each division play off, and they basically will play for a spot in the World Championships. Yeah. Oh, whatever officially calling it, I can't remember. <laughs> it's got a weird name this year. Don't don't even ask me. Uh, the global finals, something or other. Oh, why is it uh, world championship? That's so dumb. Because we've already had a world championship this year, Chairman. That's oh. why. Um, again, don't okay. get me started. Uh, but uh, yeah, so most importantly, I watch some more GM. Uh, it's cool, and also check out the GM Esports website. It's pretty awesome. You can just click on a match that's been played, and the vod just plays. 
straight away just of that match Amazing. It's pretty cool all the deck lists yeah i mean mind-blowing isn't it how yeah. modern uh, but all the deck lists and all the vods are very easily available so even if you can't watch about 24 hours of hearthstone a day over the weekend uh, yeah. you can watch it throughout the week so yeah i'll be back and i'll be casting with Derek for the rest of the time Derek. Uh, cool. rest of apac awesome yeah we're definitely looking forward to it uh the hours are a little bit tough sometimes but i uh, definitely will need that's to why that's why that. we give you monday tuesday wednesday and thursday <laughs> to catch up on lunchtime, man. that's true man um but uh, i just want to thank you obviously for being on the show everybody for for tuning in i know we did a little bit later today and um uh just heads up you know definitely going to be out on vacation like the next uh week or two so um, you know, want to have the show in two weeks, but I'll, I'll kind of see, I just want to make sure I'm caught up with everything, you know, like I, I, I'll, I'm going to be trying to watch some stuff, like obviously while I'm out, but, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to have a show and like, not really know <laughs> what, what we're talking about that week. So Trollian just says, <laughs> exactly. it's, been released. it's like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, so, um, hopefully maybe we'll, I mean, maybe we'll, we'll have like expansion talk by then, you know, now that, that'd be great to, to do it, but just kind of keep, keep, uh, um, an eye out on Twitter and whatnot. So you can follow the show at value town GG or follow me at, at chain and obviously Raven there as well on the screen. And uh, you can find the show on youtube.com slash chainmanv if you missed uh, any of it today or want to check out any of the previous shows. And um, the audios are on iTunes, Spotify, uh, what are the others? Oh, and, oh Google Play and soundcloud.com slash chainmanv. iTunes is going away, by the way, guys, eventually. So <laughs> you're going to need to make sure you know you download the po- new podcast, you know, Apple Podcast uh, uh, app. I don't know exactly when that's happening, but it's it's... It's definitely already been announced that that's going to be going away. So um, be prepared for that, you know, because we hate for you not to to be, uh, you know, getting getting obviously this podcast when you meant to be. But that's going to be it, guys, for this week. So for Raven and myself, Cham V, we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>